I had two conversations uh, relatively recently, and uh, I think they might they might help us tonight because when it's interesting what, com what comes up in conversation with people is often uh, is often a common thought, isn't it? It's often a, a kind of a common idea. It's often a kind of a common problem that people have. So when when it's vocalised by someone who just kind of is able to describe the problem or describe a certain situation, you go, hmm, that's a that's an interesting thing because I don't think you're the only person who thinks that. You know, so at times like there might be uh, limitations in our spiritual life or problems in our spiritual life, uh, and when they're when they're as I say explained and or described by someone, you go, I, I can't help but think at times that's something that it's good to delve into that and find the root of it and find the problem and share that that with others, share that experience with others, so others who may be stuck in the same place can be can be freed too. So, what were those two conversations? One, I was talking to a lady and she said, Father, how can I improve my prayer life? And I said, okay, um, for me personally, I think there are two things that are important, head and heart. It's important that we, head, that we, we you know, have some good food for our minds. There are good homilies and talks and conferences and all sorts of things out there. Gave her some names. And I said, you can listen to you know, all those. Because then you, you see how they, how they, you know, your father, Mike Schmidt, is your father, Bethany Madonna, Madonna's your, um, anything from Seek, anything from Focus, all those kind of things. Just very, very, just entertaining, but solidly Catholic, good doctrine. Uh, and you learn a kind of a vocabulary, how to describe your faith, how to talk about your faith in a way that's, that's not only palatable, but um, joy-filled, freeing. Okay. And then I said, also then for your heart, uh, I said, spend time with the Lord. I said, there's really nothing better than simply spending time with the Lord, spending time in adoration if you can. And she looked at me and she said really blankly, and she wasn't being you know, rude or anything. She said, I get nothing from that. I get nothing. I get, I've tried it. I get nothing from adoration. And I couldn't help but think, wow, that's, it's, that, that's sad. That's sad. Well, not, I didn't mean it, I didn't think it in any, any terms of, of, of condemnation, but just what, what's, what's wrong? What must have been wrong? What could have been wrong that sitting in front of the Lord didn't give you anything? Because obviously we, we, we learn to pray from people we've seen pray, or we learn to pray from maybe you know, religious or whoever taught us in school. So maybe no one ever taught us. How to pray. When we talk about the, the saints today, all saints, like there are just certain things that they, they all got right. Like, they're very, very different. You think of men saints, women saints, saints from martyrs, uh, saints who are doctors of the church, um, saints who are religious or saints who are lay. There's all sorts of, we could, we, we, we can get, you could spend a whole homily on half a saint, never mind trying to summarize them all here. But this is one thing which I think they really got right. They must have gotten right. It was their relationship with God. Their friendship with God. They, were, they, they knew him. They knew his heart. Okay? So that, that's, I think that's... If then we want to be saints, then I think this... Uh, this we, we must have that too. We must know him. Otherwise, what, 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 what chance do we stand at, at becoming saints if we never, if we never know him? So getting to know his heart, that's, that's just so key. Uh, another conversation I had then with someone, uh, she said to me, she says, oh, when I pray, I tell God now, I tell him when I'm angry at him, and I tell him when I'm disappointed at him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just stepped a little further away from her in case a lightning bolt might just come in the window and <laughs> zap her. I said, right, okay. It's good that you're honest with God. 
don't forget who he is. <laughs> don't forget who you are. And don't forget that you're not on par. Okay, it's good to be honest with God. And that's maybe what I wanted to, to speak about tonight. Uh, it's it's a, a dangerous kind of a topic. We, we have to get, it, we have to get this, this one balanced, okay? How to be honest with God. Because I find that the First Lady, when she described how she prayed, what she found difficult, or what she never actually thought she could do, was be honest with God in prayer. So she felt that what you're supposed to do is you go into the chapel and then you're supposed to enter this, into this kind of, I don't know, meditation um, and then your mind clears and then you're just kind of one with God and then you maybe pray a rosary, you pray a rosary, pray a chaplet and then you leave the holy hour and it's all been kind of this elation and shit, I never did that. I never, I never, I, that just never, it just never worked. And I said, well, I'm a priest 12 years and that's never worked for me either, if I'm honest. Um, prayer is a bit of a battle. Uh, it's not an easy one, but... But, 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 I think if we bring our hearts as we are and bring ourselves into prayer as we are, that, that truth, right? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When I'm, when I'm in, in the truth in, in the chapel or in my prayer, wherever, wherever I may be, I think that's how we can really learn to pray with the heart, in truth. You know, praying in spirit and in truth, in truth. And I explained to her then, like, that what about going into the chapel and rather than just kind of hoping we just kind of enter into this, I don't know, mystical experience, maybe it works for some, uh, what about going into, going into the chapel and maybe even for some it helps to write, to journal, to actually write down the experience. And so you, write, you go into the chapel and you say, Lord, I'm just really irritated. That's, I'm just, you know, like uh, himself or herself wasn't in good form this morning and they were short with me and then uh, the weather is just awful and I'm just annoyed at X, Y, and Z and I'm... Now, we have to be careful here, okay, really careful. That's where you're at, great. So get that out. Don't, don't sit there, though. Don't stay there. Otherwise, you just spend the whole hour complaining, and that's useless. Um, but to say, like, you know, this is where I'm at. This is, you know, this is, uh, I feel rejected. I feel like I failed. You know, I feel a, I feel a failure uh, in something or other that, that happened. So now, Lord, with all, with all of this, help me. Help me with whatever that issue might be. So is it, is it forgiveness you need? Is it love you need? Is it uh, patience you need? Identify what, what, you, what, what you're missing, what you need. It might be a couple of things. And then pray for that. So, Lord, I, I, want, I want to be able to forgive my mom. I want to be able to forgive my dad. I want to be able to forgive my ex-husband, ex-wife, someone who betrayed me. This is, this is eating me away, and I want to pray for that. Now close your wee journal and pray for it. Give it back to the Lord. Say, Lord, help me with this. Give me, give me a new heart. Give me a heart that loves. Give me a heart that forgives like you forgave on the cross. Give me a heart that, like Our Lady's, a pure heart. Give me a heart like St. Joseph who, who could just be so pure all the time. Give me, you know, whatever the issue might be. So you, 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 you go into the chapel with the truth of where you are and who you are and bring that into prayer. As opposed to thinking we have to pray like, like others, like some of the saints did. I, 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 I can't pray like anybody else. I don't really know how anybody else prayed. Even if they describe it, I, I don't know what that means. I only know how I pray. Now, this is, this hopefully, it might work for you too. But to, to bring the truth of where you are into prayer and allow that then to, to stimulate and motivate and direct your prayer. Then, then the next thing, 
uh, might come to mind, well then pray for that and your children and whatever it may be. But the, 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 one of the keys there is, is that you don't just go into the chapel and or into your prayer space, wherever it may be, and sit in that place of intentions, that place of need, that place of sadness. Because then, as I say, you finish the hour and it's no good to you. Because you haven't, you haven't come out of it. You haven't allowed the Lord to actually heal. You, haven't given, you actually didn't give anything over to him. So there was nothing there for, for him to heal. There was nothing there for him to, to direct because you didn't give it to him. You just spent the whole time yapping. Uh, remember, there was one lady I used to see in a, in a parish that shall remain nameless and she'd come in for her holy hour and she'd read the Irish Catholic from cover to cover. Irish Catholic, grand newspaper, but that's not adoration. That's not even prayer. You know, that's just putting down an hour of silence, which, you know, she could be doing a lot worse. But wouldn't it be great if for that hour you could unite your heart to the Lord and bring in the truth of who you are and allow the truth of who he is to illuminate it and heal it and direct it and, and allow him to be God. Give him that hour to be God in your life. So you bring the muck, the dirt, the reality of where you're at and you bring it to him. St. Francis de Sales, uh, he's one of, my fa- one of my favorite saints. Just, he's just, he's such a good author and just so perceptive. Uh, he was a saint of the, the, the 16th century and um, became bishop and doctor of the church. But when he was young, he was scared to death of uh, a teaching that was quite prevalent at the time, predestination. So some people are born for heaven, some people are born for hell. There's nothing you can do about either. If you're born for hell, you're going to hell. That's it. Because God knows everything in advance. So if you're born, you're going to hell, then you're going to hell. So it's a, and he just thought, that must be me. Because I'm not a saint, so I must be going to hell. And he's just traumatized <coughs> by this, depressed by this, by this thought and idea. Okay, so anyway, between praying of the, of the memorari and, and, and good examples, he came out of that and became then a, a priest full of so much, so much hope. And uh, Pope Benedict XVI said of him uh, that he found peace in the radical and liberating truth of God's love. Loving him, so loving God, without asking anything in return and trusting in divine love. Loving God without asking for anything in return and just trusting in God. Trusting in his providence. Trusting in divine love. I want to grow in my prayer life. I want to pray better today than I did yesterday. I want to pray deeper. Not, 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 so, not, 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 not so that I can boast about it. But God deserves it. You know, he deserves all of my heart. What Francis Sale said, uh, this is another fantastic quotation, he said, either God or nothing. Because all that is not God is worse than nothing. Do you get that? All, either God or nothing. Because all that is not God, think of alcohol, of pleasure, wealth, all that is not God is worse than nothing. Basically, if you, if, you, if you lose God and gain everything else, what good is anything else to you? You know, either God or nothing, because all that is not God is worse than nothing. So maybe as we consider the, the saints today, whenever saints we have, have a, we have a particular devotion to, they knew the Lord. They knew his heart. And so if we want to know the Lord's heart, then let's be honest with him in prayer. And let that honesty then 
motivate and direct our prayers that we allow him to be God so that we don't just get stuck in our own thoughts our own needs but we allow him to work and we learn to hand these things over with unwavering trust so Lord Jesus we ask for that grace that we might grow in our prayer lives why? because we too want to be saints we too want to be counted among the number of the blessed in heaven. So help us, Lord, today to pray better than yesterday. Help us tomorrow to pray better than today. Help us to hand our entire lives over to you. Because ultimately, we have a choice. Either God or nothing. Because all that is not God 